1: FM to get started.
0: Holy cuss, Veronica Mars is back! Tonight we're talking about all the returning characters, plus the bomber at the Sea Sprite Motel right now.
1: You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz
0: Welcome to the Veronica Mars After Show at AfterBuzz TV. Tonight we're talking about episode one of season four. That is spring break forever. I'm your host, Kelsey Hightower, and with me is one of the original marshmallows. And if you are a Veronica Mars fan, you know that that is one of the highest compliments. That's an OG fan. The one and
1: only my co-host, Shay Jones. Hey, Kelsey. Hi, Shay. How are you doing tonight? I'm super excited. Veronica Mars is back. I've been waiting 12 years. Years for this moment, I'm just here for it.
0: Yes. Okay. Well, on that note, it has been 12 years. There has been a lot that's happened. There's been a movie. Um, there was the writer strike that you know caused Veronica Mars to go off. Then we had the movie. Now we're back. We are so excited to see um, this time gap going through. What are your what are your thoughts? Your overall thoughts on episode one?
1: I have missed the show so much. Let's be real clear. There is something about the writing of this show that they've been killing since 2004. They kill the dry humor, the relationships, and jumping back into the world, it still feels the same. It feels like we never left. It was the same way when you first saw the movie and you're just happy to see these faces again. And let's be clear, that movie made $5.9 million, which they only needed 2.5 to get it started. So that actually just shows you how true the Veronica Mars fans are.
0: Mm-hmm. It's a lot of nostalgia, I think, on this first episode, and I'm really grateful to see the characters um, coming back and having the original cast. Um, so many people uh, jumping on board to do Veronica Mars again. Um, that means so much as a fan and as a viewer. So I'm really excited. We had a lot, um, we have a lot to talk about on this first episode. Um, Let's jump in. Tonight we're going to be talking about um, the daddy-daughter duo, um, the Veronica Mars uh, private investigator business. Then we're going to be talking about more of our characters that we've missed, plus um, Logan's back. I'm so excited, and he is hotter than ever, I'll tell you that. Oh, damn. And lastly, we're going to be talking about the bombing at the Sea Sprite Motel. Plus, we have our top three crimes to talk about from uh, the previous season in the movie. And finally, we've got a lot of news for you. So that's our show. Um, we're going to jump right in talking about the daddy daughter relationship between Keith and Veronica. Um, I love how the episode started off with seeing Kind of a parallel between what Keith is doing and what Veronica is doing. Keith, um, he is taking kind of a free job, whereas Veronica is taking a $6,000 job. Uh, so we just see her um, excelling, but he, we also notice that his health is declining, which Really makes me sad. It puts a heavy heart on me because I don't want anything bad to happen to Keith throughout the series. But um, what were your what What do you think about um, this parallel between the daddy daughter relationship and their business?
1: Well, in her defense, the girl was talking about she was going to get ninety k a month, and then she was like, "I know how much money you make. You're gonna give me more." So in her mind, it was a calculated risk to be like instead of the three hundred dollars a day, it's three hundred dollars an hour. Personally, that's smart. And you can afford it, obviously. Give me $6,000.
0: Yep, she is so quick-witted. We see that in the writing, and we see that as one... as. Veronica Mars's character of who she is. She's so quick-witted to catch on that. But yeah, that woman, it made no difference. She pulled out her checkbook and she was just like, alright, I'll write you a $6,000 check. No problem.
1: That's easy to do. And then go change the 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 smoke alarm because I don't do that. I want to be like, honey, I am just, I just, I helped you That's you not know, in my job description. <laughs> right? it's, it's, I'm, you can pay somebody else for that, personally. Yeah. But if, if that's the case, can you tack on another extra hundred or something since I'm short? You want me to on a chair to do a smoke alarm. For oh,
0: you. yes. I the short struggle is real with me too. So yeah, that's a big ladder job for her. And even then, I don't know. But yeah. jumping on the counters and stuff. So I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, she would have to jump on the counter. <laughs> I know. The, the struggle is real. I feel I feel her pain on that one. Um now with Keith, he is um there is gonna be something going on with the grocery store because he is helping find this, find out who is releasing rats in this grocery store, and I think that that is going to carry us through the season, because it's a free job. Why is he doing that? Veronica is kind of like, Dad, why are you taking this job? This doesn't make sense. But we also notice that his health is kind
1: of on a decline. Yeah. That is sad for me. It's very sad, because you're so used to him being this, just so much energy. But also the reason I think he's taking the job, I feel like it also leads back to when he probably first started Mars Investigation, he did whatever odd jobs he could do to help the people in the community. That's why he was so well-liked, even before he left and after he left, of being sheriff. That's why he continues to be well-liked.
0: That's true. And that's why I think Veronica Mars is back in Neptune.
1: You know, she... Well, I mean, that's not the only reason, but, you know... (laughs)
0: That's true. But, you know, she has some of that with her dad and... You know, it's the relationship.
1: And their banter between each other, it just never stops. And she's like, that's between me and my maker. He said, I am your maker. And I loved it.
0: I did too. That was good. And they have this running joke with um, they're not cussing. Like, they're saying
1: cuss instead of the F word. Yeah, it's an F word because that's a whole news story for another thing. But there's a reason why they're saying it. Mm -hmm. But the way that Rob Thomas... Still, how, somehow work that in like we're in the good place. I appreciated it.
0: It does. It reminds me of the good place. I think that was my first, one of my first thoughts, too. Whenever they, um, the first time I heard that, I guess I was like, oh, holy fork, you know, like <laughs> we're just, we're bringing this, you know, over. So it's fun to see. It's a fun banter, I think, that has carried us through this episode. So anything else that you like to, you would like to mention about the daddy daughter duo? I just to start love us off? Them.
1: So much. They are my favorite daddy-daughter duo on TV, and I've I feel like Keith maybe like early Alzheimer, maybe dementia, that kind of accelerated because of the accident maybe as well, I and mean, that that could be it. And it's really giving those vibes that he maybe have early Alzheimer, early dementia that hasn't really, and all the doctor just wants to keep respi- like you don't just throw pills at a situation. That's true, and there's a lot of pills. He, yeah, he's he, taking and then he added a new one a new doctor not even his doctor added a new one and it also because of their money issues that so he can't really get the actual health that he needs yeah, probably. Health that he needs yeah
0: mm-hmm. and he's walking with a cane too from the wreck and everything so it's just I he's so, he's still very sharp I would say but yeah he's forgetting things he has memory loss and that's yeah I that's really sad I I don't know, I hope that we see him get better through the season and not worse. Because it's very relatable. I mean, you watched this show growing up, right? Mm-hmm. Were, were you, like, in high... I mean, you don't have to disclose, but, like were, you <laughs> ki- like, were you growing up with the show, I guess? Like, I was in high school when this show came out. So it's like, her dad is kind of like... I my dad she's like everybody's dad so I like picture my own parents you know like going through like the same sort of thing and I feel like I'm an adult now she's an adult now I just like I grew up with the show so it's fun to watch this
1: go through. It's weird for me. I I did grow with it from middle school to high school growing up to it and just watching such a fantastic female lead kill at this role was something that we needed on TV at the time just a kick but just female lead on a show that's why I loved it, but That's having bad. Keith Mars, he was just like that dad. You like he was like as corny as he was, he was so cool. He, like I mean, he still would check on you if you were at your man's house. He's like you know say you know say goodbye to Logan for me. Like he doesn't know like he knows things.
0: He does. And he he was, is a private investigator. Yeah. yeah. But speaking of strong, powerful women, we're gonna talk about that at the end of the show. So uh, we have a special segment about um, women breaking the glass ceiling. So I just wanna. Put that in there. We do have people in the chat, too. Hey, everybody in the chat. Thanks for joining. Um, Be sure to keep up with us in the conversation, and um, we'll be able to shout you out, answer questions, um, join along with us. Let's go ahead and move on to one of my favorite topics. Uh, (laughs) Logan. Logan is back. So happy. Uh, That's really exciting to see him coming out from the ocean. He's still catching waves. Um, He has been working out out since we saw him last he was looking good in the movie but like he looks really good
1: really good abs on abs on abs like, yeah that, i
0: think he's only been in the gym like that's been his full-time job since you know the movie so um are you happy to see them together are you oh, happy yes. about this relationship
1: i was always team logan okay. i've always been team logan since it happened i loved piz i just never thought he was right for veronica he's more like a puppy Oh, he's so sweet. I really loved Piz.
0: <laughs> and I I I'm glad that they were in a relationship for a while, but I I agree with you that she's probably her and Logan are meant for each other. Like they should be together like end game, but Piz was like a good relationship for a while game.
1: Okay. In my I mean, opinion, I with that. Yeah. For me, it was just never a thing where I knew they like Piz and Veronica were going to end up only Piz is always more accommodating. Veronica needs that extra fire to match her. So, like, they're on the same level. That's what I've always felt like she was missing with Piz. He's more accommodating. I mean, don't get me wrong. That's not terrible if you're a guy. That's actually really awesome. But if you don't mesh with that other person, then it's kind of like... How long are you going to be together? Well,
0: speaking of how long are you going to be together, uh, Logan proposes to Veronica in this episode. He attempts. <laughs> he, I, he, yeah, he starts to propose, and she stops him. Um, were you surprised? I mean, I felt this coming. They've been together. I was like, if they're not already married, then it's probably coming. Um, but were you shocked at all by Veronica's reaction to, you know, declining the proposal and just stopping him in his tracks?
1: I want to say no, I wasn't. Because I totally get where she's coming from because of all the things she's been through. But I'm also thinking in my head, it's because of all that you've been through, you finally get to have an end game. You, like, as as much as you see the worst in other people, you have something real with Logan. And because you have seen your parents divorce and his parents. There is something, that because you've seen their mistakes, you can hopefully try not to make the same mistakes your parents made in their marriages. Mm -hmm. And they've been through so much together
0: growing up. Do you think that he was sincere in his proposal? Um, I know Veronica kind of doubts that and thinks that maybe he wanted the upper hand on it, but do you think that it was a sincere proposal from Logan?
1: Yes. I feel like something happened before he came home that really just made that that decision where if... I'm gonna, you know, leave this earth. I want to be with that one woman that has been down, ride or die for me for a long time.
0: Yeah, and he's changed. I can tell through this episode that he's has such a calmer persona. And he speaks... Um, he talks about going to therapy and he even suggests that Veronica goes to therapy. So it seems like he's trying to make a change within himself because he's been through so much um, and he's seen so much. So I... I don't know now that he's changed, are they still compatible, or do you think that she's he's changed too much, and she's you know going steady in the a different direction?
1: I feel like there are certain parts of Logan that are the same, but the parts of what he used to be is different, and that's something Veronica has to learn because even in the movie they they still have the chemistry they're still together, but they barely spent time enough together. To see who they are 10 years later. Yeah, that's true. Because he's he's gone. Yeah, he's gone most of the time because he's in the Navy. Right. And my my ex is in the Navy, so I totally get how that is. I only get to talk to him like a blue moon. And if he's in trouble, I'm just like, dude, when you answer the phone, you know you're in trouble.
0: Oh, that's hard. And you don't know where he's at or where he's going. He tells me after.
1: He tells me after. So he's stationed for three years in Japan, and now he's in Australia because he got shot. But I just found this out. And he's like, oops. Like, yeah, oops, you never told me this, sir. Yeah, But okay. So I definitely get it because he's in the Navy, but he can't tell me anything of what he's dealing with. And you have to figure out how to be al- like alone. It's like time you're an army wife, a military wife, you have to figure out who you are without that person alone. Because you're going to have to be able to deal with it if something happens to them while they're gone.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, and Veronica's good with being
0: independent and being alone. I think she's not good with not knowing things because that's what she wants to do is figure everything out and <laughs> that's you what she you, does
1: which is why she's going through the bag and checking everything if- and
0: looking at the sand and that's why she knows what type of sand is in there if it's the beach sand or if it's a sand from you know iraq like, or something yeah, so, afghanistan
1: <laughs> middle eastern sand i don't know how there's a difference in those two sands but, but you if know. anyone
0: knows it's veronica mars
1: we assume she <laughs> knows <laughs>
0: She will, she will. Okay, so there will be more to come about this Logan and Veronica proposal, and long-term, they're starting off with conflict, I think, in this very first episode, which is good. We set that up for conflict, and we'll see where it goes. Um, Are you excited? Let's just talk about all the other characters that we've seen. So Logan made an appearance. Yeah, I
1: I had to write things down because I was super happy. I know!
0: Every time you see somebody, it's like, yes, we saw there's a new um, police chief. So that's new. Played
1: by the amazing and incomparable Don Lewis. Like I I was just like, yay when I saw her. Take a moment. I was so happy. I've missed her seeing her rock a TV set, and that was just awesome for me. Because she's Wallace.
0: Yeah. Much better than David Lamb that we got. Yeah, any <laughs> lamb. Any lamb. <laughs> one or two. I don't care. Um, they're both terrible. Yes, exactly. So um, that's our new character.
1: But we saw Wallace come back. And he's married now since the movie. And has a kid. Living in this... Was, Beautiful. Dude, you make a teacher salary. What are you making in the too high that you have I mean, granted, his, But what is his, she doing? She's a lawyer, I believe. Uh huh. So I mean, okay, yeah,
0: cool. I-, I mean, that's another <laughs> we will get to women breaking in the glass ceiling. At the end of this, I've already thrown it out once, but she is wearing the pants. And she, she has is, my name. So. Yeah. <laughs> I know we've got another Shay. Yes. Um, so we've got Wallace married, has a family. He picked a good one. I'll
1: say that. A very that. good one. She's But awesome. he deserves
0: it. He's such a sweet guy. Like, he is incredible. Um, we saw Cliff.
1: <laughs> Cliff coming Cliff, back. Cliff. Look, me, I always <laughs> love when I see Cliff. I'll, I'll have time when you hear his voice, you think of, like, fairly odd appearance or any other Nickelodeon thing he's done. But when you see him in his lawyer garb trying to finagle... You know, the ambulance deal. chaser, as they called him. Yeah. I mean, I mean, technically, it could be true, but, I mean, he ha- he has some major chops. Like, let's give it up. He can work a room when he needs to.
0: Yes, he can. That He does an incredible performance. I laugh every time he, you know, has a line or does anything. He's great. Um, so, yeah, we saw Cliff. Um, we saw, uh, of course, Keith and Veronica
1: and Logan and then... We saw Jonathan, Jonathan Chesner. Oh, we haven't seen Dick yet. Dick. His dad. This oh, we saw Big Dick. Big Dick. You got to do the. You got to do the difference. You gotta, you know. gotta, you He's got, out of jail. So out of jail, out of Chino, running nuts. You know. Yeah, Big Dick is running the nuts. That's.
0: Good writing for you right there.
1: That was I mean that was a great little surprise. I I don't know why I was not expecting to see him, but I wasn't. I
0: wasn't either. That was one of my surprises as well. Um I just thought he was going to be locked away just kind of forever. So, I was like he's done, but now it's been so many years. It's kind of incredible that he has served his time and he's out of jail. So we get to see a whole different yeah, life or prison? I always get those confused.
1: And um, then we saw Jonathan Chesner, who played Corny as Keith. First of all, what is Corny doing being a physical trainer? That's where I got lost. I know he, uh, and not a very good one. Of course, he, he's, he's on. The, this is on the phone. Yeah, dude, you're doing great with sunglasses on. With sunglasses on. I mean. I mean are you paying attention? Yes. To what's no, happening? No, he's not. He's
0: not. Of course. Yeah, but we saw him, and then that.
1: Is about did we see anybody else? We well, we saw a new character Simon played by Logan Miller, which was I, I love. It. Anytime I see Logan, he plays nerdy very, very well. Mm-hmm. And it was just, I really like seeing him as a character because I met him a couple times. It's just really cool when I watch him be nerdy because I feel like, dude, as old as, as, as you've gotten since the last time I saw you, and you still can play nerdy in this character every day, he plays it different ways. I think that's what I like about him as an actor, mm-hmm. he plays nerdy's each character. Not the same whatsoever. There's something always different and interest like intrusive about it. I love it. That's good, yeah, so it was incredible to see this,
0: you know, these reoccurring or coming back. Nicole,
1: we forgot Nicole. Oh, and
0: Nicole, yes,
1: bad British,
0: and I love it. She's a new character coming in. She was incredible. I think that she'll be around throughout this season, so I'm excited to watch her character develop. Um
1: yes, one more. just one more. one more. Alana Ubeck, who plays Sylvie. Uh, El Despiado's ex-wife. And if you recognize her from Legally Blonde, you are correct. That is her. She will be Legally Blonde 3. And I am so here for it.
0: So, all of these characters have one thing in common. They were there or are involved in some way with the bombing. Yes. So, let's go ahead and jump into the spring break bombing. This is going to be the big crime that we're covering throughout this series. or the, Yeah, this uh, this season. Mm-hmm. Season 4. Um and just to set it up before we jump into it, um, Spring Break is one of the biggest um, you know, money-making businesses for these small businesses in Neptune High. And we see all of the businesses being affected by it in a good way on the beach. That's where we have the nut... Corporation, Neptune United for Tiny Towns um, come in because they're trying to get those businesses out of there and come in and take over so they can make a profit. Just
1: gentrification.
0: Mm -hmm. In a very... Just with a different name. Let's be really clear. So, that is what the setup is behind the scenes. And then they're all at the motel and there is um, a bombing. Now, we don't, the only people, there are four people that die. And the pizza man was there in Mm -hmm. close quarters. Um, The motel's uh, owner's daughter was in the car and saw the whole thing. Um, So, those are the witnesses. And yeah, that's where Veronica Mars comes in. That's where the new chief, um, police woman comes in. And that's where we have this new group. I want to call it the Mexican cartel. I mean, would that be an like, appropriate name to say? I think it's the
1: cartel. I'm pretty the sure it's the cartel, cartel is
0: coming in because the congressman's, um, uh, youngest, uh, brother, I almost wanted to say son, but brother, um, his fiancé died in it, so they're involved, too. And the nephew too.
1: of El Despiado's ex-wife, how which wh- is why they're in it. Yeah. Which is
0: the congressman's brother. That's the connection there. And so they, everybody is in the meshing pot here, connected, and everyone's trying to... It's a race to solve this crime. People are going to die. Um, it's going to be really great and exciting. So that's where we're at as far as the bombing goes. What are your... Thoughts on this bombing that happens?
1: I thought it was crazy mm-hmm. because the only reason it happened in the area, like nobody they wouldn't even been there if it wasn't for Alex and the fiance coming down, and then Jenny, she wouldn't came down with the makeup bag, and she got hit too as well. I mean, we haven't seen her mm-hmm. since uh, this episode, but she comes, she got like her face is all mangled a little bit from the blast of it all. And I think I felt bad for Maddie because watching, like having to watch your dad is in his final moments is something you'll never forget.
0: Yeah, that is going to be interesting to see with Maddie. Um, she kind of reminds me of being like a young Veronica Mars because yes, now she's lost her dad and she's independent and she's going to, I think. She was the only one that saw it. So she's been talking to the um, police station, police officer, and she ran away from that talking to her. So um, I think that she knows more than she wants to tell. And she doesn't know who she's going to trust, I think, is the big thing.
1: What got me the most was the congressman's mother. Just the reverse sexism of it all. Hmm. Whereas you know Don Lewis, who, play, who plays um, by Chief Langdon, is talking to her, and she's like, "Can I get somebody that's in charge?" To the woman, to yes. the woman, and so sa- and then looks at to like her partner, the guy, and saying, "Are you in charge?" And he's like, "No." And she's like, lady, if you want to get somebody higher than me, you're going to have to need a ha- ladder to heaven. Exactly. Well, and she does the same thing to Veronica Mars.
0: Yes. Whenever they go in to hire a PI, um, she sends Veronica out of the room and wants to only talk to Keith. And I thought that was incredible when Veronica, like, shouted back the rate. She yes. was like hello, I'm the actual one, you know, like, it's we're a team effort here, you know.
1: Or just, like, before her dad says anything, like, you can afford me, you can afford more than our actual rate, so we're actually going to charge you some actual money now. hmm Because if you, I mean, it's fine if you really want to, like, have your whole, what you think a woman's place is, quote-unquote, but I'm still going to get my cut. right. Exactly. My, I still need my money.
0: Yeah, you do. Um, who do you do you have any initial suspects from, from the for the bombing? Bombing.
1: No pressure. I feel, I feel like nuts is involved. I don't know how. Like, it, like there's only there's only reason why you'd want to destroy Spring Break, which is the highest. That's how people make their the most money in mm. Neptune. Mm-hmm. They make it through Spring Break. Nicole says she made t- just two hundred thousand dollars from selling two- twenty thousand shirts right so, so thinking nut <laughs> is <laughs> sorry this
0: is gonna be fun um that you think that nut is behind this and I feel like it,
1: it'll be too much of a coincidence that they weren't
0: true do you think mm, I mean in my opinion I think that the pizza guy is gonna mess up or get involved or you know yeah. Dwindle his way in there. It's not going to be good. The congressman and the cartel are going to shoot the wrong people or come after the wrong people, and I also think that yeah, nut has something to do with it. So, that's where I'm heading, I think, for this bombing, you know, situation. Do you have any other thoughts on maybe either who's behind it or if anybody's going to come after anybody else, like bad guy good guy do you think the cartel is going to be good and helpful for veronica like the pc niners were or oh, the pchers pchers
1: yes um do you think that's going to be helpful i feel like she can turn it to be helpful She's she very, can turn anything to be helpful she can, right if she needs to she she has veronica mars is the best kind of character where she can just turn a situation to her advantage when it when it needs to be that way If it's not going in the direction she wants, she somehow always figures out a way to get it in the direction she needs it to be. True. So,
0: Alright, so this is the biggest crime that is happening for this season. But let's take a look at the top three crimes that have happened in the previous seasons and in our movie. So we are about to rate... Um, what we believe are our top three crimes. And if you agree, you can uh, comment with us. And if you disagree, you can tell us why not. How's that sound?
1: Cool. Cool. Hey, guys. So our top three crimes of the Veronica Mars universe. Number three, Carrie Bishop's murder. Took place in the movie. Obviously, that's why Veronica came back to Neptune to help Logan out. So he was not framed for murder a second time. Somehow, people just like to frame Logan for murder. This just how it happens. Um, things... I, he's too hot, you know? I'd frame him, too. <laughs> I mean, Crime of
0: being too hot.
1: You're just a, you're just a scapegoat. Okay, uh, number two. The Hearst College rapes that happened partly in season two, and then Veronica dealt with in season three as she attended Hearst College her first freshman year. And number one, obviously, is Lily Kane's murder, played by the ama- uh, amazing Amanda Seyfried. And it's still one of those, this is the thing that started Veronica Morris in the first place. This is what put her on the trajectory to who she is now. So that's why it's also number one.
0: That is, yes, that, and it's also the most dangerous crime that we've seen. She almost died, her dad almost died, there was a lot of different people involved, it went you know, many people were accused wrongfully for her murder. And I also think it was one of the most dangerous.
1: I mean, you say the same thing honorable mention wise for the school bus bombing in Casey Casablan- Cassie Casablanca's uh, mm-hmm. uh, just suicide bombing of the airplane.
0: A lot of things. people died for that. Yes. And yeah. uh, Veronica was also put in danger um, with the rape as well. She almost had her hair shaved. Um, and all yeah. that stuff, but I mean, I don't think anything beats being locked in a washing machine. Oh, and it was
1: a it was one of those freezer or like, freezer without being a free. It wasn't frozen, but yeah, right. And it's then having the flames. The,
0: yes, it's it's one of those appliances, a home appliance, and then having a being lit on fire like that yeah. in itself. That is, actually was
1: the worst one. I, it really is. I think that's the worst thing. Seriously, not because it. It really set the tone of what, you know, what Veronica Mars could become. But also because, dude, you got locked in a little freezer and set on fire. Like if he, like if he killed Lily, he has no problem killing in. He's a secret, and he was willing to kill three people for it.
0: Yes, he was a monster. So that is why we have rated that one. You're a number one pick for our Veronica Mars crime. Now we are going to move on to our special segment. Our special segment, we are going to do this every single week, um, and that is called Breaking the Glass Ceiling. Yes! Yes! (laughs) Um, You have a strong women panel here at After Buzz TV for Veronica Mars, and we have been influenced by Veronica Mars herself because she is an incredibly strong, independent, smart um, woman playing a lead character on a tv show her character is not only strong but kristen bell is incredibly talented smart and strong um female leading the way trailblazing so we are going to be talking about other strong women who are breaking the glass ceiling so shay
1: who are we talking about This week. Today we're talking about Georgia Ann Robinson. She is famous for being the first black female police officer to work for the Los Angeles Police Department and may have been the first black female LEO in the country. She was hired in 1916 based on her strong work for community organizations throughout L.A., beginning as a volunteer before becoming a full-fledged officer when she was hired as a jail matron in 1919. She also worked as an investigator in juvenile and homicide cases. Uh, Robinson is was a beacon of her community throughout her entire life. She started a much-needed women's shelter in the city during her time as a cop, and her work for the citizens of LA continued in the form of civil rights activism after an on-duty injury prematurely ended her career as a police officer. That's pretty incredible, and to have it in L.A., and to be a police
0: officer, like we're talking about on the show. We have some strong police officers on the show as well, so thank you, Shay. You're welcome. That was great. Um, Also, thank you guys for being out in the chat. I just want to give a quick shout-out to Eldon and Brown and Makeda Richardson, and thank you guys for chatting with us. Um, Let's go ahead and talk about maybe some predictions for the overall Season? Your AfterBuzz TV predictions. Okay, so we kind of can see that we are talking about one specific crime, the bombing for this season. Where do you think that this is going to take us? Either in the next episode or in the entire season.
1: Uh, overall, prediction-wise, mm-hmm. the more we discover, it's definitely going to lead to something tragic and I'm just afraid for that because I've been waiting on twelve years for this, and and I've always I loved I love the writing I love everything about this season. But I know like I could you know something you can just feel when you're watching whatever I think is going to happen. It's going to be probably a little bit worse than what I thought in the first place, and I don't know how I'm going to handle it. But prediction wise, I definitely feel like we're going to learn more about nuts and their plan or what the actual plan is so so to speak Mm -hmm. and we're definitely going to figure out who is causing all these small businesses to sell you know to nuts in the same way i think
0: i would i would agree i'll piggyback off of you um i think that through finding that out we're going to hopefully see some more characters coming in i hope we see um i mean maybe an ex or two along the way or maybe some old friends um from Neptune High or college. Um, I also am going to predict that Logan and Veronica make it through because I don't know who else she would be with if she wasn't with Logan. Um, so I hope to see that relationship continue. And I this is less of a prediction and more of a hopeful. I hope that her dad um, gets better and nothing terrible or tragic happens to Keith. Um, because I don't know what would happen to me if I lost Keith Mars. So that's kind of my prediction. Um, Let us know what your predictions are. You can put those down in the chat below. Um, You can live chat us now, um, whatever you have for your predictions, and we can read them out loud. And finally, before we say goodbye, uh,
1: let's talk about some news.
0: After TV News.
1: Okay, so see my thing went out. Oh no, that's okay. <laughs> so I'm just getting to. Oh, my password is stupid. Okay. Oh, that's okay. So so basically, oh, I know what it is. I just wanted to read verbatim. So today's news is: Veronica Mars goes to Hulu and grows the F up. Because the thing about Veronica Mars and something that's been happening since '04, it was a trailblazer of shows that just exceeded expectations on what it could be, and also proved that. You could have a female lead be a little stronger, independent in a way that no other female on television was at the time. So every renewal felt like a hard-won victory. The show, a sarcastic noir masquerading as a high school drama, featured a nuanced, complicated woman who didn't care if people liked her. Before that, could describe most female characters on screens. At times, she was selfish. She chased uh, she chased trouble romantically and professionally. She would have the vocabulary of a sailor if the network or Hulu allowed. Mm-hmm. It wasn't enough for her to know that she was the smartest person in the room. Everyone has to know it too. She was the exact hero we needed then and she is the exact hero we need today. The show reminded viewers both how powerful women could be and how little that matters in a world set only for up for powerful men. We saw exactly how hard it was um, for survivors of rape to be heard when the rapist is wealthier and more powerful before the Me Too movement. And, um... It showcased how, in a world of have and have nots, justice and equality are often pipe dreams. Now, season four of Veronica Mars being on Hulu, twelve years after the original ended, and five years following the movie, is entertaining. If you're a fan of the original, I count myself among the diehard marshmallows. You will enjoy it, and I'm so happy. We've been this is something we've all Veronica Mars have fans have been waiting since the movie came out in 2014. Uh, because it we really just we fell in love with these characters back almost more than 19 years ago yeah like we we fell in love with them and it's been so long and to see it finally come back and still keep some of the same banter and have those you know little warm and fuzzy feelings but still have the noir feeling to it it's amazing and perfect and i'm just so happy
0: that we are so happy and we are so happy that she is a trailblazer in many ways, not only the writing, um, but as a character, as um, a female empowerment person um, and in so many other ways as a character and as a person. So we are excited to continue watching this. Um, Thank you guys for watching um, this episode and we will be back to talk about episode two. Before we go, Shay,
1: where can everybody find you? You guys can find me at RealShayJones on Twitter and Instagram. You can also find me monday's grand hotel at 8 p.m and tuesday's good trouble and i'm kelsey
0: hightower and you can find me right back here on our next episode we'll talk to you soon
1: our founder kevin undergaro and me Maria would like to thank you for tuning in to after Buzz tv remember we're not just the first we're the biggest in the world and we're the only destination for all your favorite tv shows whatever you crave we've got it so go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup